0: Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your hosts, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Erson Religioso. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. E. with wider Manual Therapy edge mobility system and our four-month online mentoring program modern rehab mastery and my co-host is Dr. Andrew Rothschild with modern patient education how's it going tonight Andrew it's going well Erson how are you great so uh, I had a patient reach out to me a couple weeks ago who I haven't seen in maybe six or seven years and around that time um, I think it was around the time when I first started really uh, maybe it was even a bit longer because I was thinking I had just taken the SFMA and I used to talk about her in my early live seminars. Because when I first started measuring a lot of active versus passive straight leg raise, and she was this British Pilates instructor, and I always used to do impressions of her. My hamstrings are so tight, I said, my hamstrings are so tight, they're so tight. Meanwhile, she has a an active 80 degree straight, straight leg raise, but her passive straight leg raise was like 130 degrees. So oh, I yeah. used to say like, are your hamstrings really that tight, you know? because And this is before I used to say things like tightness is just the perception. I was just considering things like motor control stability, like they say in the SFMA. Um, So because it was a while ago, even though I was getting into that stuff, a, a little bit more of an active approach, I still did a ton of manual, and that's what she got used to. And, you know, it was a typical kind of 10 to 15 visits and send her on her way. She was very good. I was moving away from path of anatomy, but I still kind of, acknowledged a bit of more pathoanatomy than certainly i do now so she comes to me and um, she had been seeing one of my old students who eventually moved on to bigger and better things i think he's in pro might be an nfl now treating some uh, with with an nfl team or something but he left uh, behind a really good studio uh they do most of the pts there are strung coaches as well so she had given up. She was so proud to tell me that uh, she doesn't do Pilates anymore. And she's like, look at my glutes. Look at my, look at my hamstrings. You know, they're so jacked. And I'm like, wow, yeah, they're great, you know. And she's like in her late 50s or early 60s or something. She's a, a professor, really smart lady. And her problem was that she always knew a little bit too much anatomy. You know the patients who aren't quite clinicians, but they know anatomy because of their background. And they just, they probably know a little too much for their own good. A little, too, little, a little bit too much to be dangerous. Yes, yes. So, her her combination of knowing a little bit too much and wanting the old ursine all she could for the first half hour. I mean, this lady is a talker for the first half hour. All she could tell me was all the approaches that have currently not been working. Everyone who she's seen uh, after me, all the ART and soft tissue release she's been getting, and and you know her only complaint is two to three out of ten wrist tightness and wrist pain that she gets when she's doing all her closed chain upper extremity stuff. If she's doing overhead presses, if she's doing any push-ups, any bench press, any planks, anything like that, her left wrist is just so tight. It's so tight, it's uncomfortable, uh, mostly uncomfortable throughout the day, but never, never more than a two or three out of 10. She's been getting ART for months. She's been getting soft tissue release for months. And uh and my old student Paul, I don't know if Paul Whistle, if you're still listening, if you still listen to this podcast, but uh, she said, I don't know if you even said this, Paul, but she said, you know, Paul and I just wish that we could have the old Urson back. I'm like, I haven't even done anything to you. She just said that like so many times in the first half hour. Right. So just to kind of beat her halfway, I do a little ISTM. I'm trying to give her, you know, she, di- she didn't read Todd Hargrove's book, or not Todd Hargrove, uh, Greg Lehman's book that I give everyone prior to their first visit she's like i got i got sick of reading that thing i don't want to read it i just i just know i need more tissue work." i'm like what makes you think tissue work's work is going to work You've if even having like a year of tissue work on your wrist and in your forearm like what what what's so different about my tissue work as much as uh i i'm flattered that you think my manual therapy is going to be better than these other three manual therapists and it might be you know i just try to do things differently now So I finally, finally convince her, you know, I'm just looking at her range. She just wants me to tissue work. I'm looking at her range. She doesn't even want me to touch her neck. She won't let me screen her neck. I'm like, fine, let me just look at her wrist. Her left wrist extension, probably from all the left wrist flexor stretching she's been doing, because that's tightness that she feels. Her left wrist extension was so lax. I mean, her right one was normal, but her left one, I would consider lax. Like it wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she had sprained it like a hundred times. And I know she had sprained it before in the past. I'd seen her for like a UMT injury. that I had just kind of like manipulated back into place and sent her on her way several years ago. But I mean, it was, it was extremely lax. And I was like, I was like, look, let me, let me do some muscle testing on you. Um, when I tested it, it was, it was barely stronger than, you know, what I would consider like a three plus four minus so I said, look, we need to get an objective measure for this. And she's like, I don't think this is going to show anything. And she's she didn't like any of the, the neurophysiological explanations. She was very much an objective person. She's a researcher. You know, she she wanted some sort of objective measure. So I said, okay, like, hey, I'm going to give you a five-pound weight. And I want to see how many wrist extensions you can do on your right and how many you can do on your left. On her right, seated, you know, seated wrist extensions, concentric, eccentric. She did like maybe. 25 reps on her left. She can only do like three to five reps before she started shaking. Like she couldn't do any more than five reps. And I was like, Was that objective enough for you? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, So do you think that you can't do work or you can't work out? You can't lift because this is tight? Or do you think you can't do it because it's weak? So she was convinced. And even after doing like, She just tried to do as many sets of three to five reps of wrist extensions as she could before she just couldn't do it anymore. Cause that was like part of the recovery plan is twice a day do wrist extensions and wrist flexions to fatigue. Cause the wrist flexion was pretty weak too. Uh, She said after doing that, all her tightness went away. I was like, so Mm -hmm. wasn't really tight, you know or is tightness just a perception? Right, what what did she she say? She was happy. She was blown away. She left with her head exploding. Uh, She just came back, she just followed up today Uh, And it also turns out that uh, she didn't tell me this before because we talk about, you know, the recovery timeline or Greg Lehman's uh, cup analogy. It's also super small in addition to it being super weak for having so much passive stretching done on it for so long. She also told me that she just passed out at work. She just keeled over and I thought it was more serious, but it's mostly just stress. But I guess she's developed what they call Chronic subjective dizziness. Have you ever heard of that? No. it's like, well, dizziness is kind of subjective anyway, isn't it? And she said, No, right. you know, they could they can measure things like blood pressure changing, like orthostatic hypertension. Oh, that's fair. But she said, No, th- you know, there's nothing they could measure for this and it's purely due to stress. Like I guess she works oh. eighty hour weeks and she's super stressed at work. You know? Um, so she has has had this a couple times before she she basically just worked herself or she you know she's working until she just like the room goes black and she just like falls over um so yeah i was like well you're you're lucky that you only have uh you know some wrist tightness and some shoulder complaints and some hip flexor complaints that uh she didn't want me to address any of those things because she you know she thought i was the new person was too hokey but she did let me take a look at them today her shoulder she insisted was a super chronic thing um, it it got better immediately with um, with cervical retraction and side bending to the right, which she thought was crazy because everyone was always just working on the right scalings and right upper traps with like <laughs> active release techniques, and all she ever did was passive stretching away. So naturally, of course, you know cervical retraction, side bending forward worked immediately. Then with my new dynamometer setup that I talked to you about, there was at least a thirty percent deficit on the dynamometer with wrist extension. And about a 15 percent deficit with wrist flexion and again her head was exploding at the objective measures that we were able to get and on the hip flexors with the left side her complaint tight side she had about a 15 kilogram pull and on the right side a 20 kilogram pull so again very much weak and not so much tight wow so when you're making like, that though what, what, I will be making that probably sometime this week. Nice. But I had to go home early today because my wife wasn't feeling well. So, apparently about to shoot the video. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, is it weak or is it tight? What they say on social media is really a great saying. Chances are, if you, uh, if you have your tightness released a hundred times, it, it's probably not tight. Or maybe you need to start strengthening that. The best way to lengthen is to strengthen. Right, Andrew? Exactly. All right. Where can people find you? People can find me uh, on Instagram at A Rothschild PT. And for now, still on Twitter a little bit. All right. If you guys have any questions, comments, similar PT stories, interesting cases, or hilarious physio failures, make sure you reach out to either Andrew or myself on social media. Email me through any of my sites. Get on a podcast and come on and tell your story. Make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe on whatever podcast app you use. And as always, you guys have a good one. Untold Physio Stories is now sponsored by MyPT Insurance. Insurance just got easier. Through continued research, MyPT Insurance has crafted a policy that is economical and provides you with the peace of mind you need. Your extensive education, training, and experience as a PT allows you to assist clients in achieving their personal health goals. By practicing without individual professional liability insurance, you could be placing your career and future finances at risk. Whether you're a student, self-employed, or employed with a company, MyPT Insurance is here to provide affordable insurance coverage while protecting you and your patients. My PT Insurance's plan also includes mobile coverage, which means it follows you wherever you work in the United States. Employed rates and self-employed rates are available. Visit myptinsurance.com slash edge to sign up today.